Welcome to Ask Questions. These are not experts. These are not journalists. They are just improvisers. Please do not take them or their advice seriously. Godspeed. You're listening to Ask Questions, an interview podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Kathy. It's great to have you guys back, Sarah and Tyler. How was your trip? Um, it was it it was pretty good, you know? Mm, it was really good. Yeah. We saw I had a great time. Did you guys end up getting married? Yes. Congrats. Yeah. Um, so we're getting that annulled. We got married in a shrimp bar. Yeah. It was this place. They did Cajun seafood. And I said to the waiter, we're getting married. And he was an officiant. Mm -hmm. So he did it right there on the spot over our onion rings. Sounds very romantic. Yeah. I don't think it counts, though, because it was in Louisiana. And I don't think that counts if it's down there. Louisiana is part of the United States. Yeah. Hey, Sarah. Mm -hmm. I got something I was saving. um, But I I might as well go ahead and tell you now. I got a tattoo commemorating the event. Our marriage or the trip? The marriage. Tyler, I told you that I would get fake married, and we got um, we got married at a shrimp bar. Mm-hmm. I paid the waiter $5 to pretend like he was a wedding officiant, and he wrote the marriage certificate on a cocktail napkin. Oh, that's regrettable. Yeah, so... Yeah, because I got... You can see it. It's an onion ring. Mm-hmm. Right here on my chest. I'm lifting my shirt up. If you could see it on the Zoom call. It's an onion ring. And we're both reaching for the same onion ring. It's kind of like Lady in the Tramp style, except without the spaghetti. Exactly. Who's? Are you the Tramp, Siler? Uh, I'd like to think so. Yes, scrappy, mm-hmm. yet yeah, adventurous, but keeps my wits about me. Gotcha. I'd like to think I'm the Tramp. Yeah. Yes. And Sarah's a lady. Today we're going to interview Chase now who is a Hollywood medium. Chase, thank you for coming on the show. My first question for you is, who's the most famous dead person you've ever met? Or a live person? She was plagued with insecurities and a strong, deep desire to understand the spirit realm. So she was a constant vessel for spiritual mm-hmm. shenanigans and what we call demonic parades. And she came to me on my sweet 16 birthday, which is a massively uh, spiritual time in a medium's life. And... Uh, she came to me and she was, you know, it started faintly, like you could hear it in the distance, just this, 
Clang, clang, clang goes the trolley. And I knew. Hey, Chase, I was putting my shirt back on from earlier when I was showing off the sweet tattoo I got. And I missed when you said who it was, the most famous person you've ever channeled or met. Who, who was that again? Miss Judy Garland. Gotcha. Okay. I've never heard of her. But she's heard of you, Tyler. Of she knows you. Is this like a, a Jedi, the Force, she knows everybody because she's dead now? She is drawn to young, attractive men in particular that are oh. extremely <laughs> close to the veil of the spirit world. Have you ever oh. have you ever seen a demon or a ghost or I don't think so. There's been a couple times when Maybe I've partied a little too hard and walking home, I, I thought I saw a, uh, you ever watch that movie, I think it's Ghost, with Patrick Swayze? Or was that Eric Roberts? I get those two confused. Or was it both? It is perhaps the most accurate telling of the trauma that I face every day. Really? As a medium, as a Hollywood medium. Whoopi Goldberg was one of my greatest inspirations to keep going. You know, I went through as a teenager a period of, I don't want to do this. This is stupid just because it's been in my family for centuries, going back to Bremen, Germany, where we were persecuted for being mediums. I, I, I almost stopped, but then Whoopi in Ghost, just that bright light that shines through her. She's a medium too. I don't know if you knew that. So Whoopi Goldberg sounds almost like the Michael Jordan of mediums from the way that you tell it. Yeah, she's she's sort of like, uh, you know, like uh, she just, well, I have this photo of her above my bed. It's, it's <laughs> some people would think it's kind of crazy, but yeah, she's um, everybody, every Hollywood medium really looks up to her. Wait, Chase, what's the photo? Oh, it's her and Ghost. It's it's the iconic scene where she comes back as a ghost. And I just have it framed 10 by 10 on my ceiling in my bed. On your ceiling? Mm, my, yeah, because I think it's important to start and end every day staring into the eyes of your hero. So what do other people say about your ceiling whoopee? Well, first of all, most people don't notice her until they're brought in for a session. And about midway through the session, that is when they connect with Whoopi. And that sort of way that she's raining down on you with her light from the ceiling and piercing through your soul into the spirit world is powerful. So perhaps people might be hesitant or afraid at first, but by the end of these sessions, they are completely entranced. Whoa, 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 Chase. So are you telling me that these sessions are happening in your bedroom? My thoughts exactly, Sarah. Or do you have yeah. another whoopee in a whoopee ceiling in your, you know, maybe your seance room? I mean, <laughs> as much as I'd love to have a seance room, rent is expensive in Los Angeles, so... Okay. I just do everything in my bedroom, which is also my living room, which is also my kitchen. That's a little less creepy. I, I forget that. Uh, Sarah, you have. Have you lost someone recently, Sarah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I have, actually. Was it someone you loved? 
Yes. And did this person speak to you? When they were alive? I think you know the answer to that. They did speak to me when they were alive. They're here right now. They're here right now. Oh, okay. Sarah, I want you to just remember this person and understand that they're watching over you. Mm Mm-hmm. Their hand is on you right now, on your right shoulder. Right. Right. And they're caressing your vibrant, curly hair. And mm-hmm. your grandmother wants you to know that you better My respect her. My grandmother wants me. Oh. Yeah, Sarah, I'm kind of surprised. You seem like a pretty uh, straight-laced yeah. person. I would think that you would respect your elders. Well, okay. To be honest, Chase, I was just trying not to... Um, I don't mean to offend you, but psychics and mediums work by cold reading and warm reading and all those things. I hear what you're saying, Sarah, and I understand this is new for you. This is a very confusing thing, and I'm sure Tyler can help you understand it later on. Yeah, like maybe it's not your grandmother, but another grandmother that you've made a connection with at some point in your life. It doesn't have to be your grandmother. Be any no, but my, I I was trying really hard not to put out any signals, but I we I did just lose Sarah, my. Sarah, don't worry, I forgive ago. you. Aww. It's fine. Tyler, right. you're in extreme danger right now. For a while, you have been. Okay. Have you felt that there's something off? Well, I've always felt that way, but that kind of you know sometimes I don't even wake up at home. Tyler, but ever since ever since Jonathan locked us in the studio, you've been a lot more on edge. Well, I've adapted this new um, motto on living my life, and it's live life like you don't have an extended warranty. So I live my life like at any moment I could crack my screen and nobody's going to repair it. I'm just going to be a cracked screen. Until eventually one day my battery stops charging, you know, or one day someone's going to drop me in the toilet. I was worried about this. I was worried about this. When you say there's so many things that are triggering me in this moment and I am working very hard right now to create a orb of, of spiritual safety around you two. And Tyler, I don't know if I have the capacity as a Hollywood medium to get you through this session because you are in so much danger right now. What about if you, what if you channel Whoopi? Can your ceiling Whoopi do it? I don't know if you want me to bring Whoopi into this because that is going to attract some of the most malicious demons in all. No, I don't want malicious I demons. don't think you do either. Tyler, but you are in danger and I need you to just, Tyler, I need you to put your hands together. Okay. Put them around your neck. Okay. Take a deep, deep breath in (gasps) all the way in from your belly to your chest and scream out, go away, do it. Can I stop with the, the hands on my throat now? You can let go. And I just want you to know that through my sessions, through my workshops, we can keep you protected. We can keep you protected. You're good for a while, Tyler, but I don't know how long it's going to last. 
should I be dizzy or is that the demon? Oh, you should definitely be dizzy. That is your okay. protective aura that I have given to you as a gift, protecting you from one of the most malicious demons in all of the universe's history. So what does this aura protect me from? Not just demons. Like, would it protect me from per se? Do I have to wear a helmet when I ride a motorcycle now? Or can I look cool? I understand the question. You are protected from STIs for sure. You have a limited protection from physical bodily harm. Okay. Okay. And sunburns. But it's only going to last, like I said, probably, I don't know, you have it six, seven days, and then you're going to need a new protective orb session with me. So I am, I am somewhat protected from physical harm. You are temporarily are we talking Tyler. Yes. Bar, are we talking bar fights or car crashes here? Bar fights, if, if there's bodily harm to your skull, you're good for like seven days. Oh, sweet. And genitals. I'm, I specialize in genital protection. Wow. Stick a pin in that. That sounds fascinating. That's something Tyler definitely needs, right? Uh, usually when I get in bar fights, it's- You'd be surprised. Hollywood yeah. celebrities are, they they typically come to me for uh, relinquishment from um, sexual predator demons and um, genital protection. That's my specialty. Okay. Um, getting away from the genitals- for sure. just a moment. Uh, we, we are a very family-friendly uh, venture. I'm kind of curious. So with your profession, your job as a Hollywood medium, are you only communicating with the famously dead? Or are you being a medium to Hollywood, Hollywood celebrities? I guess you kind of answered that question a little bit earlier. That's a great question. It's, so, it's hard for me because I'm so used to people knowing me so well. Um, so that is... That's a question that I haven't really had to answer in a while. But yes, I, I of course, I have living clients that are celebrities or very, very extremely powerful and wealthy. And of course, the, the past, those that are deceased. So do they just speak to you or are they like clients of yours? Like, do they ever come to you and be like, hey, I need you to talk to the living a la Patrick Swayze and Ghost? Like, right. Does that ever happen? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely, Tyler. It happens. It's happening right now. It happens. It's been happening my entire life. You know, Judy Garland was the most intense experience I had, but um, there's been many, many. So, Chase, I I know you told me your family was also mediums. So, was this a, a tradition that was orally passed down between your family? Was there any kind of study can you just tell me about how you learned the more uh, intellectual parts of mediumness yes mediosity? my 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 father um also chase um came from a family in germany bremen germany mm-hmm. and we can trace our ancestry of medium work back about a thousand years and when my ancestors, we, it, there, there was a time, let's put it this way, there was a time where mediums were respected in, in uh, ancient Germany. And they were seen as the healers and protectors that they are. And then came the Catholics. And we all know what happened with them. And my ancestors were 
abused, they were waterboarded, and my father, Chase, fled. He fled for America. Um, He heard that there was this place called Hollywood where people were extremely um, plagued with the spirit world. And also the spirit world was coming through, like picture a water park where there's just water flowing everywhere and, and explosions and geysers and, and sprayers and, um, and uh, people screaming and uh, just pure chaos. That was ho- the Hollywood spirit world uh, to him, a fireworks going off flames, every element. So he fled to Hollywood He lived in a tunnel in the LA River before he got his first client, which was um, George Clooney's father, um, Marcus Clooney. And he worked with him and built his way up. And then um, met my mother, who was a uh, immigrant from Chiapas, Mexico. And she was selling tacos and he went and he went to buy a taco from her. And he just saw this aura around her of pure spiritual divinity. Zero demons. Mm-hmm. You know, Chase, I, I actually 100% think you've got a lot of credibility here because I once read a story about George Clooney and you probably know all about this, how he was saved from an earthquake by a pig that he owned. He had a potbelly pig, and the pig needed to go outside. Uh, all of a sudden, at an unusual time, the, the pig was throwing a fit to go outside. This is when he first moved to California. So he takes his potbellied pig outside to do his piggy poops, and the earthquake hits, and half of the house that he was renting collapses, right? So... This psychic pig, it sounds like, or maybe the pig wasn't even psychic. Maybe uh, it had something to do with um, his his grandfather. What did you say his Marcus name was? Clooney. Marcus? Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe Marcus Clooney was coming back from beyond the grave and possessed this pig to save young Pigs George Clooney's life. Pigs are extremely intelligent. I mean, we're talking... IQs of a savant. They know so do you, they can do you think sense the seismic activity it, in the earth. Or was it was it a medium? Like a, a, a Oh well spirit. that's obvious. It was a combination of the two. I mean the oh. pigs have a ability to connect with mediums in a way that uh, humans can't even to mm-hmm. each other. Medium to medium, it's a great relationship, but a medium to a pig is rich with sensual energy and sensory heightened activity that I I can handle being around a pig once a year. But beyond that, it is, it's far too exhilarating for me. I would, I would, uh, I would possibly have a heart attack. Chase, who do you think had a higher IQ, the pig or ghost Marcus Clooney? The pig, of course. I'm sorry. I, I don't know most people. This is probably very weird <laughs> new information to you. But yeah, absolutely. Pigs, it is. Yeah. Pigs are uh, uh, unfortunately they can't communicate. We can on the same sort of language, mm-hmm. and they they can't write. You know, of course not. But they are sensing everything. 
around us. And they're constantly in communication with the spiritual, natural world. So they sound like tiny little Whoopi Goldbergs. They're close. <laughs> they're close. Whoopi probably learned from a pig. I wouldn't be surprised. I'll have to ask her. <laughs> She's out there listening. <laughs> Chase, do you think uh, Whoopi Goldberg's going to listen to this oh, show? Gosh, I don't know. Would she? Are you guys going to send it to her? I just thought maybe you knew Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know no, Whoopi Goldberg. I would love to work with her someday. If she's out there listening. <laughs> Chase, how does your occupation affect your personal relationships? I've tried to date men and women, young and old. It's extremely difficult. The spirit world is always lingering, is always following, is always showing up. It's here right now. It's pulling at my hair. It's pulling at my... I know we didn't want to keep talking about genitals, but it's it's constantly a present. And I have been right at the peak of climax or in the middle of the most romantic beach walk and had a celebrity come to me. I had... um. Gene Wilder recently, he just, he and I love to hang out. And Gene, Gene shows up right when I'm about to tell this girl I love her. And I'm building up to it and I'm leaning in and suddenly I hear coming out of her mouth, you've got the golden ticket! And oh I was just like, Gene, come on. Come on, not like kind now. of a cock block, right? So. He is. He loves to play games with me. In fact, I, you're pointing, Kathy, you're pointing out a comment. You're, a, a, I'm realizing something. He is. He's my cock block. Gene loves to cock yeah. block me. <laughs> he always has. Uh, w- when was this that Gene Wilder channeled through your beach date, your beach person? Oh, that was about a year ago. And... Uh, I just haven't really been dating much since then, you know? It's just, I kind of... It's hard to get better than Gene Wilder's ghost. Chase, have you tried dating other mediums? Oh, gosh, no. You can't do that. Okay. Oh, no. I didn't know if that was a rule or not. Oh, no. That's that's like, um, I don't know. That's like oil trying to date fire. It's just too much. Gotcha. It's Mm -hmm. uh, Mm a... You'll never be able to focus, never be able to have a conversation. It's like the magnetic poles. When they have the same polarity, they reject each other. Exactly. Like too many cooks in a kitchen? Too many cooks in a kitchen. I tried it once. And, um, you know, it's just, it, be, it, it can become, you know, I, I dated a really competitive medium. Really competitive. Oh, how many celebrities do you have? Oh, how many clients do you have? And, you know... Los Angeles can be like that sometimes, and, and the mediums are no exception. You know, there's some really douchebag mediums out there that are extremely competitive. And I just said, I was just turned off by the whole thing. So I want to date real people that make me forget, you know? Sometimes I just want to forget and be free. I understand. Chase, can we just have kind of like a... A, a thought experiment for a second. So for a second, let's just pretend that maybe it's not Gene Wilder who's really appearing to you. And maybe this is something, you know, that um, 
is more of your um, imagination of this. Do you think that there would be a reason that this uh, this voice, this this interaction would be coming up in moments of intimacy? Do you think it could be on any level some sort of self-sabotage? Or even if it's just that you connect closer to the spiritual world when you're in a moment of physical intimacy. I see what's going on here. I have seen this before mm -hmm. where a very unique type of demon enters someone's body. And it is a unfortunate thing that you're having to deal with this, Sarah, but um, I'm far more worried for you than I thought. There is a demon that is um, completely sabotaging you. So, Chase, it may not be Sarah that didn't want to stay fake married to me. It's this demon. And this demon is sabotaging her fake Louisiana marriage to me. Tyler, I'm amazed by how advanced you are and handsome. <laughs> like, I actually, I never, I never hear that from Sarah, who is my fake wife. You'd think I would, but. I'm not surprised. Thanks. Yeah, it's the demon though. It's not, it's not Sarah. It's the demon. But I can tell you that Tyler, through regular sessions, I can help Sarah and you and it's going to take commitment. Like a fake marriage counselor. That's a great way to put it, Tyler. Um, Chase, we're going to move into a lightning round. So we're going to just ask you a bunch of questions. Rapid fire. I saw that coming. Um, so first question, how much, if you're proposing that to exercise this demon from me with your sessions, how much do you charge per Extremely session? Extremely reasonable. $777 for an hour. And we mm -hmm. dive in. Um, we completely excavate the spiritual traumas that are plaguing you. We identify which Hollywood celebrities are tantalizingly curious to meet you. Uh, I'm sorry, Chase. It's supposed to be a lightning round. You're going to need to wrap it up. And then we have snacks. Chase, if you could um, ask Whoopi anything, what would you ask her? Wow. Hey, Whoopi, what do you eat for breakfast? Hey, Chase, I'm very interested in the snacks that'll be at the fake marriage counseling. I know this is going to sound weird, but we do drain the blood of a young goat. I know it sounds weird at first, but it, I promise you, you're going to love it. And cucumbers and champagne. Hey, Chase, does Clooney pull pranks on ghosts? All the time, and he's the best at it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to our guests playing Chase Now. We had Andrew Morrison. Everyone, this is Andrew Morrison. Hey, everyone. I'm Andrew Morrison. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Andrew, can you tell us um, where our listeners can find you? Is there anything you want them to listen to? Yeah, sure. Um, pretty much just Instagram. You can look me up on Instagram. Uh, my handle is O-X-I-S-O-L, Oxisol, on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you. If you like what you heard today, um, make sure to follow us on social media at AskQuestionsPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And don't forget to leave a review. Uh, whatever your 
podcast platform of choices. We'd love to get those reviews and get your feedback. Also, do not forget we are a entirely improvised podcast. We thrive and survive off the suggestions you give us. So if you have an idea of an interesting person for the Ask Questions crew to interview, feel free to reach out at us at any of the social medias that Kathy just mentioned. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. Mwah. <laughs>